Farmers are fetching record prices for deer in on-farm sales. Since the 1970s, New Zealand's been running a large-scale, uh, large-scale commercial deer farms and exporting the meat. However, it's a particular type of deer that's been the talk of the town recently. Elk, or wapiti, which were first introduced to Fiordland but are now farmed all over the South Island, are fetching record prices. Vendors have attributed the high prices to an increased appetite for bigger cuts in North America. Uh, however, industry members say better marketing and an almost year-round supply is helping New Zealand elk make inroads. Another factor adding to the demand for the New Zealand product is chronic wasting disease known as zombie deer disease, which has decimated the local market in North America. British Columbia uh, in Canada released a, a strategy just last week to combat the spread of the disease across the continent. Grant Hassey owns Hassey Elk Farm in mid-Canterbury and is the deer industry New Zealand elk wapiti president. Good morning. Good morning. And Innes Moffat is the Chief Executive of the Deer Industry of New Zealand. He's in the Wellington studio with me. Good morning, Innes. Good morning, Catherine. Grant, let's start with you. Um, how, do, uh, how do elk or wapiti differ from the deer or venison uh, that perhaps most of us are more familiar with? Um, generally, they're a, 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 big, a different phenotype. They um, are much bigger. They look slightly different. Um, and, of course, uh, have a bit more of a challenge I suppose to what most people would assume with a with a smaller red deer, um, yeah, they they do actually have a different DNA. I suppose if you wanted to get that um, nitty gritty, hope that's right. What are they? Um, what do they taste like? Are they a different taste to, to the to the consumer? Are they more gamey or? Um, I don't think there's any real different taste per se to um, any connoisseur would maybe be able to pick up a slight difference. Um, there is a discussion that some believe elk meat is actually slightly leaner again than uh, than venison in, in general. Um, but you'd have to have pretty good taste buds to taste the difference, to be perfectly honest. So what's been happening in uh, Horirata, what's been happening on your farm with sales, with the trajectory of the business? Um, I have a slightly different business to um, to the other guys that are selling their terminal size on for um, breeding purposes. Um Mine's actually slightly more niche. I breed mine for the trophy industry. Uh, I don't normally sell too many as, as size that go out and make meat animals. Um, but we have been flat out tidying up all the regrowth of velvet, getting all the animals ready for mating, drenching and that kind of stuff. Um, last couple of days, I suppose we've had 500 animals through the shed and um, getting all the fawns tagged so we know who their mothers are. We can do a bit of identification and just basically preparing ourselves for the next part of the season, really. So your business is primarily trophy and velvet. Are you meat exporting at all? Um, no, not from my farm direct, other than a few culls that end okay. up um, going through the system. However, we most of my culls will go to Mountain River. Um, they have a, a very good recognised elk cooperative program. Um, a girl I work for up in Sheffield, uh, her animals are very similar. A lot of our animals end up there as well. And we're slowly getting more and more from an industry-wide support into that uh, elk meat business for a lot of our society members. Um, so what, what's happening with price grant? I've seen an average sale price of something like $10,700. Uh, this is for the, for the, for the Wapiti bulls. Is that a lot? Um, some of us would argue that that's what they should have been years ago um, because of the 
the ability that they give most farmers to even hit the chilled trade, not just the 365 trade. Um, sorry, that's 365 days a year trade. Um, so this year, having the Takana sale average uh, 10, just over 10,000 was great. It was good to see some of the studs were there buying as well, which helped push the average price up. Um, but one of the best things which we've seen this year is that all all sales were up nearly 50%. So on average, a lot of the sales are floating around that sort of 4,000 mark. And this year, most of them were floating just under six. What do you put that down to? You, you mentioned you believe that was the, what the value ought to have been years ago. Why is it now? What's happened? Uh, purely, purely the three letters, ELK. Um, we, we, by having ELK in the marketing program, especially for the processors, being able to take that meat to the North American and some parts of Europe, um, they can differentiate the, the meats and then those countries identify with those meats better than they identify with just, I would say, so not just, but with venison and whatnot. Oh, it's, a straight marketing, it's a straight marketing shift to use that I've, word. That word's the magic word in the international market. In a sense, and it also um, allows us to push the cut slightly bigger as well because um, when you say elk, you expect a bigger cut. You're, you're wanting a nice big medallion to come out of the back stake. You're wanting a big tomahawk cut. Um, and those customers identify with that product. It, it runs around in the wild. There's about a million or so, I suppose, I believe, in, America, in North America. Um, if you see some of the YouTube videos where cars are getting beaten up by them because they're not allowed to chase them off the road and things like that. Um, so the North Americans really identify with that animal. Grant, thank you. Uh, Grant Hesse. Uh, let's bring in Innes Moffat, who, as I introduced him, is Chief Executive of the Deer Industry of uh, New Zealand. Um, Innes, we'll go back to the history in a moment, but one can't help thinking that what's also happening here is the impact on that North American market of this nasty-sounding disease. Um, is it a coincidence of, of New Zealand getting the marketing right at the same time as there's a, a supply issue? CWD has been prevalent in North America for generations. Uh, people have been aware of its impact on the native deer population. Um, so, no, we don't think it sounds that... sounds like a nasty disease. Is it literally it, what it says, it, 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 the animal it, wastes? It's a, um, a TSE. It is a neurological disease. Oh, um, so it is similar to scrapie in sheep and BSE mm. in cattle. Mm. Um, we don't see that um, what's happening in North America amongst the local uh, native deer herd um, <clears throat> is, the, is, is re- resulting in a direct increase in, in demand for New Zealand venison. We, the New Zealand venison marketing companies are not um, positioning our products um, to take advantage of others' misfortune. However, New Zealand is free from CWD. New Zealand has never had a case of CWD. And there is no evidence that CWD um, can, be, can be transmitted to other um, uh, other species. Yeah, but one still wonders, just a simple supply and demand factor, and I'm, I'm sure it's not an intentional um, manipulation of the situation, um, w- whether that's a factor. You're saying there's no particular increase in the prevalence of that issue in North America at the moment? Uh, the CWD is certainly spreading yeah, in North okay, America. Okay. Um, there is increased interest in it amongst some epidemiologists and uh, states and the, the, the US federal authorities are also looking at means of controlling the spread of that disease. The use of the word, word elk as opposed to venison, has that been a deliberate marketing shift and has it proved 
very successful. So there is definitely a valuable niche in North America for elk or wapiti meat. Um, as Grant said, there are populations of elk in North America. Um, so in some parts of the country, there is a preference for that. Um, New Zealand marketing companies have had New Zealand elk programs in place for a number of years. We are seeing an increased demand in North America for game meat, for exotic meats, um, and New Zealand has got a fantastic reputation for the production of natural, naturally produced and farmed venison. So the timing for our marketing companies to be making an extra push into North America is right. What's happened, if we look at the history, uh, the introduction of alcohol wapiti, which I think is a Shawnee or, or, or Cree word, right? Um, mm. So um, the introduction of wapiti happened... This has got a bizarre story to it, like uh, many things. President Theodore Roosevelt gifted six elk to New Zealand in 1905. They were released into Fiordland National Park, uh, and that's why we have a, a resident population of uh, Fiordland elk. Um, elk were also imported into New Zealand in the 1980s as a way of introducing uh, more genetic diversity and higher growth rate animals. So they became farms from about that so point. They so farmed. were they the hunters were interested in them between 1905 and and um, certainly for sport for yep. trophy. And then uh, then it became a deliberate um, industry building exercise. Yep. What's the difference between farm deer and, and, and hunted venison? I ask the question again. We often presume the wild game is a is Gamier. It's it's gamier. Mm. Um, we're really, really proud of the venison that we produce on farms in New Zealand. It is a delicious and really consistent product with very, very high animal welfare and hygiene standards. So is um, wapiti or elk now farmed where? All over? All over the country. Right. Um, and what are you seeing happen with prices and how quickly? Yeah, so farmers are um, constantly under pressure from rising costs, so they need to be examining their inputs to make sure that they're getting the most production that they can out of their animals. So uh, wapiti are larger than red deer. They produce uh, animals which have a higher growth rate, so they can get up to a saleable weight quicker. So lots of farmers are looking at how they go about improving their productivity, and elk can form part of that. And most of them, this farm gate sale price, this is sires for... The obvious, <laughs> for their Correct. obvious intention. But that's the, yeah, that's the, that's where the main <clears> demand <throat> lies. Okay. Yep. Innes, thank you very much. Innes Moffat, Grant Hassey there.